Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern-day Asian-American woman. I'm Janet. I'm Helen. And I'm Mel. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Ya Girl, Helen Playing Cupid. As you know, it is cuffing season, and I am setting up the single ladies of our trio, Mel and Janet, on blind holidays this holiday season. It looks like you all really enjoyed Janet and Jeffrey Chang's holiday a few weeks ago, which we were all super excited about. I loved their wholesome yet super deep convo, and the fact that he remembered what she was saying earlier in the convo and would reference back to it later on, ugh. Great listener and super major brownie points. Take a listen to episode 90 if you haven't heard that episode yet. But for today's blind holiday, it's Mel's turn. And I am setting her up with someone that I think she'll be pretty compatible with. These two have never talked or met before, and this will be the first time. This is also just for fun, so no pressure on whether or not this holiday will work out. So today, we have our beautiful bubbly Mel and Hayden Sito. Grab a drink, sit back, and enjoy this holiday. Well, cheers. It's good to meet you. Cheers. Cheers with your water. Cheers. I'm sorry, I only have water. No worries, I have that too. Cheers. So, my name is Mel. Nice to meet you. I'm Hayden. Very nice to meet you. Hayden, nice to meet you. So, tell me about yourself. About myself. Uh, I'm from Vancouver. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I grew up there, uh, born and raised. Um, and uh, I moved to LA when I was. I think it's now been 11 years. I've been in LA oh, wow. for 11 years. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's me. Nice. Being Wait. Van- Vancouver, yeah. Wait, how old are you? I'm 35. What? Sorry. Yeah, I know. I have baby face. Yeah, you have good skin too, so it's good. Oh, well, I, I appreciate it. It helps when um, my sister's a makeup artist and okay. um, my mom is very particular about skincare. Um, every time I go home, they'll like hand me like face cream they're like put this on your face don't ask any questions you know i mean that's the benefits of having a older a older sister uh younger sister oh okay that's good yeah but she she acts like my older sister so 
Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's that's usually how it is. It's usually how it is. It, that's what happens when your your older brother is an actor that always acts like a child. Mm. So okay, so you're an it, actor. It, it makes it makes sense. I am an actor. Yes, yes, yes. I'm one of those. One of the <laughs> mm-hmm. one of those L.A. guys. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. One of those L.A. guys. Yep. Awesome. How about yourself? Um, okay, I'm 29. Um, mm. I am originally from Northern California, so the Bay Area. Nice. Born and raised in the Bay, and then I came down to SoCal for undergrads. So I went to UC San Diego for college, and then I moved to LA mm-hmm. for work. I guess my work, my background is I really got involved in Asian American media stuff because in college, mm-hmm. I interned at the film festival for Asian American, like the San Diego Asian Film Festival, and just like really fell in love with like storytelling, connecting with Asian yeah. American stories. Yeah. Um, and then um, found myself taking that leap of faith after graduating college, and I moved to LA um, and started interning for Wong Fu Productions. I don't know if you um, probably heard of them or not. I do, I do. Yeah, I I know Phil and and, and Helen. Oh, so. awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, they, they're great. They're, they're amazing. Yes, they're so they're they're like they're like my brother and sister in a in a odd mm-hmm. fun way. But yeah, I started working for them. Yeah. And just like kind of stayed within the Asian American, I guess like bubble and circuit. But did some corporate work and didn't really like it. And now I'm doing ABG full time. So wanted to stay within that. Nice. It's Asian American media type of stuff. Awesome. Well, well, on on behalf of the community, uh, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, have you been acting? So, have you been acting for eleven years? Well, I always, I've always been acting. Like, like since like high school. Oh. You know, I, I I did like high school, you know, classes and uh, a little bit of theater. Um, but I've always been, um, you know, somewhat in the arts because my my dad's a painter. Oh wow. Uh, so I, I and my grandpa was also a famous painter in China, and um, so. The, the arts really run deep mm. in the in, in, in the the Cedo bloodline here. Yeah. Um, but I, I they were always the type that they were you know the silent type that you know sit over a desk and and, and mm-hmm. write about their feelings and <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm the I'm the type of kid that like had so much energy that like I, I just could not sit still. Yeah, so when yeah. I was a kid, my dad just had a lot of trouble. Uh, trying to you know pass on his um, the painting uh, uh, skill right the painting yeah. yeah painting skills to me because I just could not sit at a desk mm-hmm. I just had to run around and he'll always find me in front of a TV um, mm-hmm. so my dad would eventually you know he'll 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 have times where he'll like ah oh, all right let's take a break let's let's watch TV and I, I remember um, that's where I spent most of my childhood mm-hmm. uh, my shop my most of my childhood memories uh, were with you know my my parents just watching TV and I'm just like. Man, what a cool job. I had no idea that that was a job. Yeah, acting, yeah. You know, I thought that when I was a kid, I thought those were, were, were real people until I started seeing Tom Cruise playing different characters. I'm like, what? He's the same? That's a thing you can do? Yeah. yeah he's the same person. <laughs> I'm like, he, he's, a, he, he's a race car driver and he's a Like, a how do you do pilot. that? Like, how, do you, every, how do you have multiple like, occupations? It, it, it's amazing. I'm like, I want that job. Yeah. You know, it's a job to, job to experience all lives. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I was always really uh, into that aspect. And I, I really loved how um, movies essentially, you know, being from Canada, yeah. it's cold. So you're indoors a lot. You don't yeah. really do much outside. So for a kid that had most of his upbringing indoors, like movies were a huge part of my mm. life. Um, and it really uh, raised me. I was raised on, you know, like Robin Williams movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I just loved how somebody I don't know can affect me so much mm. through character. Mm-hmm. It used to make me laugh, make me cry. And, you know, that's why I do it, because I hope I can do that for somebody else. No, that's, that's, like, that's amazing. And I think it's really awesome that, like, within the creative space, you kind of found your own, like, 
your own thing versus like going into painting, which probably doesn't sound like it's, you know, connected to your, or like doesn't sound suited for your personality as much as acting is. Yeah. Um, I can totally it, 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 it is. It is mm-hmm. in a way um, where, you know, because my, my dad, he's also an art teacher, right? Oh, okay. So when, when I was a kid, I used to like just sit in the corner and watch how he teaches mm. art and watch how he, you know, articulates what a good artist is and what a self-indulgent artist is mm. and what art really means, you know, and how to communicate that through a medium, mm. you know. And I think I, I learned a lot from that and just, you know, mainly watching him, you know, get up every morning because... When you're an artist, you're, you're self-employed, right? Yeah, Nobody yeah. wakes you up in the morning. Hey, it's time to get to work. Like, you have to do that yourself mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah. So I, I think I, I picked up a lot of that from him. I, I think I really liked how you said that. You know, because you're indoors a lot, you're really connected. And, like, I feel like watching these movies, it sounded like they really impacted you and eluded a lot of, like, connected with your emotions. I think for me, I resonate with that because I think the reason why I wanted to go into this, like, media space is because I feel like... I feel like movies and just TV and just media in general is such an entertaining way to educate someone or learn something oh, yeah. new because I feel like, yeah. I think of when I was a child, you're like learning in history class and all these books, you're like, oh, this is so like, when you're younger, you're like, this is so boring. But then there's a beautiful art form with like media and like, like just in general, like the like media industry that I yeah. think it's really amazing how yeah. you could like impact someone yeah. just through your voice, your acting, sure. all these different things. So I think it's really cool. Yeah. Because it, it, I think good art is, if done correctly, Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like it's like a Trojan horse into your psyche. Yeah, you know, you, you it, good art affects you in a way where you, you let your guard down and you just you learn something because it's not being you know poured down your throat. Mm-hmm. You're not mm-hmm. being preached. You're not being preached at. You know, you're being shown a point of view uh, in a way where it's not uh, overpowering. Yeah, but it, it overwhelms you emotionally. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I feel like you learn something, and that those are the movies that I, I I've grown up with, like Good Will Hunting, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, anything Robin Williams has ever done, like uh, a Dead Poet Society, like that stuff, like really, really, really like struck a chord with me, mm-hmm. you know. Are you the type to yeah. cr- are you the type to cry watching a movie? Man, it, it it really depends what's going on in my life at the time, mm. you know. Like sometimes you just watch a movie. And you, you know, you have you done that before? You're like, I'm just gonna choose something. Yeah. And then you didn't know that that day you needed to see that. Mm, okay. And then you're like, I'm like, oh wow, today that really resonated with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know yeah. I mean? Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. I had moments yeah, like of suddenly that. you, like when you're older, and then you watch a drama about you know aging parents. Mm. You know, and then you're like, okay, well, I get this now. I understand this now. It's like when you're heartbroken and you listen to Casey and JoJo. Oh, gosh. Or like Boys to Men. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, my God, these lyrics really mean something today. Oh, yeah. Like, I get it. You know, like, mm-hmm. okay, Dad, today it hurts. Today it really hurts. Um, but at the same time, it's like a, a euphoric release. And that's only something that art can do. Yeah. You know? It reminds me of this mm-hmm. term I used to, I took. So I took a class in high school called interpersonal psychology or transparent, trans... Mm-hmm. Transparency, I don't know what it's called, but we learned this term synchronicity. It's kind of like, I think like mm-hmm. it, it's pretty much like saying like everything happens for a reason. Like timing is a big factor. And I think sometimes when I watch those, like when I stumble upon a video and I just sob and I'm like, why? Like I didn't expect to cry and be so emotional today, but I feel like sometimes like maybe this sounds really woo-woo, but I feel like things happen to you. So because, because you need to hear it in that time, right? And then things, yeah. your actions kind of are the results of that, of that moment. Yeah. Right. So what 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 got you in, in so involved with the uh, Asian American community? Like, what was the uh, driving hmm. factor behind that? Hmm. What happened in your life where you're like, you know what, I'm gonna, you know, kind of devote my life to this purpose? Yeah. Oof. Let's see. How much time do we have? No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I think 
growing up, I grew up in a very, I would say a very proud Asian American house. Like maybe it's because my, so my mom immigrated to Hawaii when she was 14. And I think the fact that she came here at a young age and she was aware of like the American culture mixed with her traditional Taiwanese side. When she like had my brother and I, she never felt ashamed of being Asian. And so growing up, I was very proud to be like, you know, Asian American or Taiwanese American. And so naturally I try to find people who are like also Asian at high school. And I was like, oh my God, you're, you're Taiwanese. That's so awesome. And just naturally I just started gravitate towards people who are similar to me because I wanted to find Mm -hmm. that connection that I felt at home. And in college, I just naturally started going and joining like Asian American orgs. And I think I think when you go deeper and deeper in involvement, you just like start resonating with, with it much more. And I think for me, yeah. like I, I think I mentioned earlier, like joining Sadaf, which is a film festival, it just kind of like was like the nail yeah. in the coffin for me. Like, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. Yeah. I believe in the movement. I believe in the impact. Yeah. Because I think they did a really good job at that organization of telling me and telling the interns, like, you guys are just, you know, punching papers and like, you know, stapling and helping out and volunteering. But like what you guys do there. Yeah. is making an impact for the general Asian American media. Like you guys are making, like you guys yeah. are doing something. And so that just stuck with me. Yeah. And I'm like, and also growing yeah. up, I did grow up watching Wang Fu in the YouTube scene. And so I was like, oh, I want to be in this world. So did I. Right? You kind of did. You're like, oh, Wang Fu, yeah. Wes, okay. And so yeah. it was kind of felt like it's like the perfect inter like section of like my interest and like at the time, my the things I wanted to be a part of. And I think it all worked out because the year I was working at the film festival, Wang Fu was also my guest. So it just became like a, Oh, how did, how did we awesome. meet at the same time? And then right, and they opened up. Well, they... shout out to shout out to Sadaf. Actually, they 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 they're really really awesome people. Oh, you wait, um, you know about Sadaf? Yeah, like in in twenty sixteen, I had a a movie come out called The Edge of Seventeen, mm-hmm. um, and they were one of the first film festivals to like you know like hey you should come down here we want to you know have a, a Q&A with you and everything and it's like the first time they you know I felt like accepted into mm. the Asian American community was through Sadaf and through Cape oh, yeah. so they, they they were the the ones who really you know picked me out and uh you know put a microphone in my hand and, and it got me comfortable and everything so major shout out to them that's really special to me yeah oh that's awesome no I, I feel like I have such a like special place for my heart for like the team there because like I've been at different Asian American film like film festivals but like for them they truly care about the what they're doing in the movement and the community and so when they're speaking I'm just mm-hmm. like oh my god I just feel in my heart and yeah I think for them they just kind of like push me into other things and I just feel like I can't see myself doing anything else that's not involved with the Asian American community I just feel like it's so ingrained in yeah. me now that yeah, yeah, and I just feel like, yeah, so with ABG, it just feels like a natural fit, so. That's awesome. That's, like, my backstory. Wait, I'm, like, actually, now I'm curious about your background. Like, did you grow up in a very, like, in Vancouver, was it a very, like, Asian community, or were you, like, uh, yes. yeah? Yeah, um, growing up in the 90s in Vancouver, that, that was actually when, like, the influx of, uh, mm. you know, Asian Canadians, mm. you know, well, like, 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 Chinese immigrants and uh, uh, Japanese immigrants, Korean immigrants, uh it was very heavy during the 90s yeah, uh, yeah. in Vancouver. So, yeah, there was my school was, I, I would say, like, 75% Asian. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it, it was a very, very, very Asian community, especially Richmond, where I grew up in mm. Vancouver. It, mm-hmm. was a, it, it feels like Alhambra. It feels like San Gabriel. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, it's very Asian. Yeah, then. yeah. It, was, it wasn't at first, mm. like, uh, but within five years, it just, it just, changed you know boba places start popping up everywhere mm. ktvs popped up everywhere Ooh. you know chinese restaurants like like our malls like all the signs changed to chinese signs mm-hmm. like it was it was it was insane like even our street signs had like like oh. chinese characters on them like and it all happened i, I remember watching it happen and uh yeah it was pretty crazy even our airport 
like completely changed, you know. Uh it was it was it was pretty pretty insane. So I I grew up in a majority Asian community. Mm, I mean that's cool and interesting to hear. I didn't know like I mean for you to see like the influx must be really interesting growing up. For sure. A lot of gangs. <laughs> I witnessed a lot of gangs gang culture. Oh because, really? You know, yeah, you know, I, I, I had somewhat like I, I knew a lot of friends in it and I was like, like kinda around it. Uh, when I was a kid, like there were a lot of Chinese gangs oh. uh, in my school and everything because simply I think a lot of the Asians had to band together because mm. they felt like they were being bullied and mm-hmm. everything. And um, I witnessed like a lot of uh, Asian gangs just ganging up on bullies and everything. Um, and I can't say I, I didn't enjoy that yeah. a little bit <laughs> because being being bullied uh, yeah. before, like when I was in like from second to fifth grade, like for being... Chinese it, it was good to eventually feel like you have somewhat of a community I'm like I'm not at all advocating violence but it was nice to see like you know Asians people banding, banding together. together yeah no exactly yeah it, it was there was a little bit of a, a, a brotherhood but it was like it was a really sketch and I'm, I'm grateful that I didn't get caught up in that life Skillshare is a sponsor of today's episode of Asian Boss Girl. Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. We know our listeners are always looking for ways to level themselves up, and Skillshare is a great way to tap into that creativity. As content creators ourselves, we've noticed that on YouTube, Instagram, and the internet at large, the only thing that truly matters is your voice. How you develop, use, and share your creative ideas with others can be the difference between a robust, engaged community or feeling like you're shouting into the void. One of the classes I've enjoyed is taught by Nathaniel Drew called Creativity Unleashed, Discover, Hone, and Share Your Voice Online, which helps you to determine your individual values as a creator and how to overcome your insecurities. Skillshare is also more affordable than pricey in-person classes and workshops with an annual subscription that's less than $10 a month. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com ABG10 and the first thousand people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. Again, the first thousand people to use our link will get a free trial of Skillshare Premium Membership. Head to Skillshare.com ABG10. This holiday season is finally here. With this festive holiday upon us, I'm already thinking about what to give Helen and Janet. Personally, I like to give fun, thoughtful, and practical gifts. One thing I usually buy is underwear. It's something that the girls can feel comfy and expressive in. If you're looking for great underwear or cute gifts for your girlfriends, check out Parade. Parade is founded by 23-year-old Cami Tellez, a first-generation Latina, and is a self-expression brand that makes creative basics, underwear that celebrates who we are today. Parade has over 9 styles and 20 colors to choose from. All of their underwear start at only $9.00. And I'm probably going to gift myself some too. And they have inclusive sizing of XS to 3XL. I know I can definitely find the perfect pair for Helen and Janet. Parade also uses sustainable fabrics and packaging, and 1% of their sales go to Planned Parenthood. Parade has also donated to a variety of other organizations in their first year, including Feeding America, the Loveland Foundation, the Okra Project, and more. To try your first pair of Parade underwear or to gift your friends, go to yourparade.com abg and use our code ABG to get 20% off your first order. Check out the most sustainable $9 under on the planet and let's celebrate who you are today. Happy holidays. Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swathers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swathers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. 
Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than a leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Have you been on Zoom dates before? Never. Never. This is my first ever, first ever Zoom date. Okay. Well, There's simply they... no reason to <laughs> before the pandemic, right? Yeah. I mean, you could have been on a Zoom date maybe like this earlier this year when it started. Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. But no, you you are uh, my, my my first ever uh, Zoom date. Oh, awesome. Well, good to hear. <laughs> also, I'm pretty like, feel free to ask me anything. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a straight shooter and I'm pretty transparent about stuff, so... If you feel uncomfortable, any questions I ask, just let me know. I kind of, I have no filter sure. sometimes, so I'm just letting you know. Um, oh, don't worry, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll answer anything too. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'm curious. So what are some of your must-haves in like a romantic partner? A romantic partner. Uh, laughter, definitely. A sense of humor is, is, is so important because I think just growing up, you know, watching my parents getting really mad at each other. But at the end of the day, mm -hmm. like, you know, they make each other laugh. You know, yeah. there, there's fun, there's fun in that banter. Nobody takes things too seriously. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just a good way to get through life, man. Life is dark and it's sad and it's upsetting at times. If you can't laugh at it, it's it's like you're missing a huge remedy, Yeah. you know, and, yeah. and that is uh, so important, you know, uh, for me, at least, you know, is to being able to laugh at things and not take things too seriously. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Humor is a huge one for me too. Um, for sure. I think for me, I just, I feel like sometimes I compare myself to like a 10 year old boy. Like my humor is a little perverted sometimes. I don't want to say that a lot, but um, like I find Ali Wong hilarious. <laughs> like I think Ali Wong's hilarious. Yeah. Cause she says these, I'm just like, oh shit, you just said that out loud. Yeah. Okay. Like what is your type then? Like, man, it's, it's, it, yeah. Like in terms of like physical type, like if you look at the girls I've dated, like they don't look like, look like each other. They don't look oh. like each other at all. Mm. Yeah, they, they look drastically different physically. Um, but I, I do look for, um, I guess, some kindness in the, in the eyes that you just feel, you know, that you're safe to be around, you know, mm. you know just a, a warm feeling that you get from some looking at somebody like in mm. their eyes. Like I said, I like a, a good sense of humor. Definitely not. I don't resonate with people that are, you know, super high maintenance, that play a lot of games. 
you mm-hmm. know, like I, that, that's definitely not my type at all. So I, I like people that are, you know, genuine. That's all. That's pretty much all I, all I, all I look for. You know, once you mm-hmm. have that, like sky's the limit. Pretty easy, pretty easy going dude then. Yeah, I, I, I would say so. Yeah, not, not very, not very demanding at all. That is nice. Because cool. I feel like if you're too demanding, like you're, you're chasing a unicorn and you'll never be happy. That's true. <laughs> yeah, That's true. I have a lot of That's friends that true. chased unicorns and, you know, they, they're just constantly chasing and it's like never ending for them. I think nowadays too, with the dating culture, the guys who are actually in their thirties are even more like, oh my God, there's so many women I could play with. And it gets harder for, it's harder for even to find guys in their thirties who want to settle down. They're just like, oh, I just have so many options. Like why settle, you know? Yeah. It's a bad recipe. I I would say it it leans worse for, I, I feel like it leans worse for how men are wired. Mm-hmm. you know um yeah. well i wouldn't say i won't generalize all all types of men but like i i think you know like it just it, it kind of rewires you a little bit you're like well yeah. it rewires everybody it's like well mm-hmm. i have so many options it's like tomorrow i can go out with you know so and so who's a doctor and this one's a surgeon it's like ah like there's so like a physician like you have so many options like who do you like, who do you like more? it feels like you're playing a video game yeah i agree this would not fly, you know, back in the day. Uh, but like, yeah, it's definitely changed. And you, you notice in, even in our, in our love songs, like you listen to a song about love in the early 2000s or mm-hmm. 2000s or like 90s. It's about getting a girl's number, about walking up to a girl and talking to a girl um, and being brave as a, mm-hmm. as a dude to get a girl's number. Now it's just like, send me that text. You know, <laughs> it's, a, it's a literal lyric, you know, about, hey, send me that text. It's so disconnected and not intimate anymore yeah you know, we've we've lost that intimacy you know um it, it's like send me that dm it's like what oh, what, what is it's a different culture now it, it's, I, not I hate as, it. it's not romantic at all oh no i, I just like, i hate it i hate it too because i feel like i don't like i don't like disconnect like for me connecting people is like the most like precious thing but nowadays it just feels like it's not yeah it's not the same i still have this yeah. fantasy of like being in a coffee store and be like working on my stuff and like someone walks in I'm just bumps I, I into know, you it's like oh know. I'm sorry did I did I get something on your dress you're like, no 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 it's okay so no no let me yeah. write that for you and it's like or, oh wow your eyes are beautiful yeah or you know what I have a realistic <laughs> I have a realistic scenario my realistic scenario is like I'm in a coffee shop and I need to use a restroom I, I tap the person next to me I'm like hey do you mind watching my stuff for a little bit and I'll just I didn't use the restroom and then you come back and that's like a more of like you know, a natural scenario that could play out yeah um, but nowadays, we, that, that's, we can plan that out. We can stage that. We can, we can help it? you stage. We should stage it for you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, with cafes closed, I don't know if that could happen. I know, I know. Damn. Yeah, like for I think for for me, like most dudes are like we watch too many movies. Like how girls watch movies too. Like yeah, girls about to cross the street. She didn't know the car's coming. You save her. Uh. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, I think that's most how most men think. They're like, oh, we got to be the heroes and some scenario and there's that slow-mo where he catches her and then the camera pants to her face and yeah. she's like oh my gosh and the guy the, yeah. the camera yeah, yeah exactly oh, or gosh. there's like a like a bar altercation like a, like a creepy guy hits on you creepy drunk guy hits on you and then the good guy protects you whatever um say like, hey don't talk to her like that <laughs> all of this stuff we could literally like we could we could we could like yeah we could stage all of these things actually you can stage all of this yeah like i can i can send some friend that's an actor to be the the, the drunk guy and I was just saved the day, you know? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, that could be a fun project. <laughs> oh my God. Know. To meet, to meet the love of my life. But it's staged. It's like, oh yeah, it, all this is planned. 
I think thoughtfulness is a trait that I really appreciate in someone because I think mm. someone being thoughtful with your like actions and like your like the things you say can go a very long way. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think thoughtfulness is something I really love and appreciate in a partner, and I yeah. also would want to reciprocate that. Also. Yeah, it's just the little things like remembering what you like to order at a certain place. You know, just like that little little things like yeah. that really. I'll be like, oh, that's that's, that's so cute. nice. Yeah, like. This, yeah, is so, yeah. this is so random, but one of my best gifts I've ever received on my birthday was one of my, in high school, my boyfriend at the time, like, bought me pho, and, like, I love pho, yeah. so for me, I was like, this yeah. is the kindest thing someone can do for me, it's only $10, but this just, like, one of the best things, so, yeah. um, I feel me, like, the little things really matter. Yeah, for sure. I, I was at the uh, 626 Night Market, mm-hmm. you, are, you, are you familiar with the 626 Night Market? I am, but I oddly have not gone yet. Oh, it's, it, it, well, I mean, we won't, we won't be experiencing that anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think I I walked by and I said, I like this, like, this, oh, I like that Pokemon sticker over there. The Mm -hmm. girl I was with at the time, um, by the end of our our hangout, she's like, I bought the the little sticker for you. I just pointed at a sea of Pokemon. You know how many Pokemon there are? That's true, I just pointed at the one and she remembered, she remembered which one and she bought that for me. I'm like, okay, yeah, that's cute. That's super sweet. I like that. Yeah. It just shows that somebody's listening. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Like, what is the sweetest thing you ever done then for a girl or a past girlfriend? Oh, sweetest thing I've ever done. Well, that's that's like subjective to the girl. I, that's I, true. From my perspective, that mm-hmm. I thought it was sweet. Um, I had a girl that uh, was allergic to uh, flowers. Mm. She she liked these like a certain type of flowers, and then she couldn't have them at the same time. So mm-hmm. I got her like the fake version of it. Oh, okay, that's so she nice. Can ha- so I'm like, see, these, now these won't die. That's true. Yeah. You know, and now you, you can you can have you have them in your your room forever. That's true. Honestly, like my Asian side, yeah. like yeah, you're saving money that way too. Yeah. You know? I don't think I've ever done like one act where I thought was sweet, but like I've I've definitely had where you know a a, a good date, you know, where it's just it feels spontaneous, mm, like you're out fun. and you're not you're not really you're not really making any plans. You're just kind of going with the you're flow. treating it. As a hang, you know, I, I think it, it's important to get the word date out of your vocabulary mm. and just get to know the person. Yeah, I agree. You know, I feel like the word date puts a lot of pressure. Like, honestly, even for so for, much pressure, even for this one, I was like, oh, shit. Like, Yeah, no, there, 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 there shouldn't be pressure at all. You're just getting to know each other, especially first dates. You're like, you should just have fun and just talk. You know, that's all it needs to be. Yeah, that's true. When you put objectives and, 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 and uh, uh, you know, certain expectations that I think you'll be thinking about it too much that it takes you out of the moment a little mm. bit. Do you know what I mean? Also, I don't know why, but that sounds like an acting technique too. I don't know why when you said that. Like, it is. Oh, really? <laughs> it is. It, it, it kind of is. I, I think acting taught me a lot about, you know, human interaction and, and uh, you know, how to just be, oh, it's so cliche, but like in the moment. Mm. You know, it's very important to be in the moment because you know you're wasting time if you're in the past you're wasting time if you're too far in the future too dang good advice i feel like i'm someone <laughs> i feel like i'm someone that i was always thinking ahead like what am i doing tomorrow like what should we do next week and i feel like i need to learn how to slow yeah. down a little bit but it just it's kind of hard to just like all right mel in the moment what like it like kind of enjoy and be grateful for what you have now i'm just always thinking like oh yeah. but like next month i got this to do and i got to do all these other things oh but... my gosh yeah especially this year mm-hmm. i think that this this year you know, thus far, I mean, it's almost over. I know. Can you believe it? I already have my <laughs> Longest Christmas. month I know. of March. I totally just, I already put, pulled out my Christmas decorations. I'm like, whatever. Like, it's, it's happening. Right. Yeah. No, I was at Target and I saw Christmas cards. I'm like, already? I know, right? Oh, geez. Yeah, like this year is is, is totally about just recalibrating and think of, thinking about 
you know, what you already have.、Mm-hmm. And I think what's tough about this year is that a lot of people have not met themselves. Yes, I agree. <laughs> and it's been extremely confronting. And then you, you constantly, you know, when you, you, you meet yourself during these times, you're like, oh my God, I,、uh, I need to be doing something. I need to be doing something. Or、mm-hmm. else I don't feel like I'm myself. Yeah. And you really truly find out who you are、mm-hmm. when economy stops. Yeah. You know? And you're just like, oh, you know what? I really do enjoy talking to my mother.、Mm-hmm. You know, I do, I do, you know, as much as、uh, my sister gets on my nerves, I do, I'm grateful that I have her, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and I'm, I'm grateful for my friends and the friends that show up for you during these times. It's、mm-hmm. like, it, it's so beautiful, I think.、Mm-hmm. No, I agree.、Um, and on top of that, like, I finished so many books. Like,、oh. I never read. Like, I'm the type of guy, a major ADD. Like, I sit down, like, it's ironic because I, I have to read scripts for my job.、Yeah. And, but, like, reading a book,、mm-hmm. you know, and just enjoying a, a, a book and just relaxing, enjoying a book, I've never had that experience until this year, you know? I'm like, oh, I'm actually finishing books. Yeah, so what book did you enjoy the most out of all the ones? Jim Quick's uh, uh, Limitless. Okay. Yeah, he's, a, he's like a learning coach that works with a lot of actors, too. He teaches you how to learn. Oh. Yeah, like, how to.、Uh, Like, what's an effective way to study? You know,、mm. how to study in chunks.、Um, it's just like a self help book. It's about self belief and、uh, learning strategies and how to maximize the potential of your brain and how to like block out all the clutter and everything. So, like, I will go out for a run and I'll listen to his audiobook. You know, I'll come home and I'll read his book. Um, and it's, it, it, it's been great. It's been very empowering. And like going back to the movies, like we talked about, like he's, he, he does it in a way where it's not preachy.、Mm, yeah. You know? That's good. Where he's not like, I'm, I'm the hero of the book. He's like, no, 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 you're the hero of the book.、Mm-hmm. You know, if you read this and you apply it, then you'll gain something. But if you just read it and you don't do anything, you won't gain anything. So he makes you accountable. That's pretty、um, good. So, so I, that, I, I, I like that. That was one of the books that really, really stood out this year for me. That's awesome. What have you been doing? Ugh, man, I feel you just, you just, you just spoke <laughs> on so many things with this year. I feel this year has been, I mean, it's not surprising that's been challenging, but on a personal level, I feel like, so just to give you some context, like Helen and Janet know this, but I've been like amping up the age 30 in my head for so long because I just feel like I think women,、mm. I have a lot of friends who are like in their 30s. I think women in their 30s are the most. Confident, the most secure I've seen them ever be in my life. And I'm just like, wow, what a great、mm. age and time to be a woman,、yeah. whatever. And so I think for me, I'm trying to mentally prepare myself next year until I turn 30. And I didn't expect to be so rocked by this pandemic to be like, oh shit. Like, I think in some weird ways, I feel like I had myself figured out. But I think this pandemic is allowing me to question myself again. Like, oh, Mel, like, what do you truly like?、Yeah. What do you really want? And I'm just like, oh, I didn't expect、yeah. to be sitting alone in my thoughts as much as I have been. But I、yeah. also agree that it's a powerful thing because I think, like, I think before, when you're on the go, I think processing what you want in your thoughts require like, alone and solitude and just time away. Like, you have to schedule time to process versus like, you can't process、yeah. and grow just by doing and going.、Mm-hmm. So, this year was really focused on like, me and what I want for next year and my career, ABG, stuff like that. That's awesome. Thanks. It's been, it's been good. Um, in terms of for fun, I, I don't know if this is like embarrassing to admit, but I like watch a lot of Netflix, Hulu. I, I just consume a lot of media. Dude, same. Right? Do not be embarrassed. That's all I've been. I finally watched Harry Potter. Oh, what? You never seen Harry Potter? I know. Okay, I know. I know that reaction. My sister gave me the same reaction. She was like, I've been telling you my whole life, Hayden, to watch Harry Potter. 
And I'm just like, I'm more of a Lord of the Rings guy. I, okay. I like Aragorn, like the manly swords and shields and sorcery. And she's like, you like sorcery. You'll like, I'm like, I don't, I'm not really into the, the little wands. wands, the little sticks. I'm like, that's not very what I'm about. You know, okay, I'm like, okay. I'm all about like the, like the warrior, like Jason Momoa, you know, okay, I, mean, I like okay. that kind of stuff. And, you know, I finally watched it and I'm like, you know what? I, I get it now. I, I, I get it okay, because I think. Harry Potter is a compelling character. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's just a kid who didn't know who he was. And he's trying to mm -hmm. find out who he was. Like how we're all trying to find out who we are this year. Yeah, yeah. And you're just rooting. You're rooting for him, too. You know, you're like rooting for him. And I'm like, that's this is a perfect pandemic like character to watch. Mm -hmm. he's, he just, he's just self-discovery yep. is, is the theme of it. Honestly, I'm like, all right. Harry Potter is a great, like the series, you should watch it during Christmas time. Like... That's like the perfect time to yeah. watch it too. It's like very. Oh, magical. I'm gonna watch it again. Oh, did you watch yeah. all of them or just one of them? I watch all of all seven of them. Oh, well, okay, that's pretty good. That's seven, right? It's seven or is it eight? It's been a while since I watched those, but I'm also really into Korean dramas. That's my thing. Uh huh. You don't watch that? I, I don't. There's no swords and stuff. I watch. You know? No, I watch my mom watch Korean dramas. Okay. Like my mom is the worst. She's on her iPad. No AirPods, just full blast on her iPad, just watching mm. during dinner time on the sofa. While we're watching TV, we're like, Mom, can you go in your room? Yeah, yeah. But I actually, like, watched one episode of this uh, K-drama with her. It was like a period piece. Okay. And I'm like, the, the quality is really good. Oh, my gosh. The entertainment in South Korea is insane. Like, wait, time out. Do Amazing. Like, do you like zombie stuff? Train to Busan? Is okay. that what you're trying to get at? Oh, okay. hell yeah. Okay, that movie is phenomenal. But, okay, so I'm honestly not into period pieces as much. But I got hooked on Kingdom. Dude, it's so good. Oh, on Netflix, right? Yes. It's on my list. I haven't clicked on it yet. Okay. Like, I could not stop. I literally finished, like, the whole season one and two in, like, three days. It's it's phenomenal. Like, you're on your edge of your seat. Like, holy shit. There's so much, like, so much things going on. Like, it's just, it's such a good, oh, it's so good. Oh, Lord. I, I just, It's like a period piece zombie zombie movie? Yeah. Or zombie series? It's a series, yeah. It's really good. Oh, and, God. I gotta, I gotta check that yeah. out. Yeah. It's one of, I, yeah. I, was, I actually don't like horror or, like, scary, bloody stuff. But, like, Kingdom was, like, dude, it's so good. It's very it good. looked good. The trailer looked really good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. I mean, just Korea, South Korea is killing it. Oh my gosh. With the, the everything. K-pop. How good was Parasite? Oh yeah. my gosh, Parasite was so good. Yeah, I was like the the that uh, girl group, Blackpink. They're just murdering constantly. Yeah. It's just uh, amazing. I, I I didn't think I remember when I was growing up and K-pop was just fairly fresh. Mm -hmm. And I remember like amongst the Asian community. Like we used to kind of, we kind of tease the, the the Korean pop industry. Like they're trying too hard. Mm. What's with the purple hair? Like we don't get it. Um, and what's with the fashion? You know, like uh, you know, we 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 don't get it now. I'm like, I, I think everybody's like, yeah, look at them go. Oh yeah. You know, they they they've changed the landscape. Oh for sure. Like I'm definitely, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I was an OG K-pop fan. Mm -hmm. I've been following K-pop for ten years. That's like my guilty pleasure, like to the max. Like. I've been to more K-pop concerts than I have American, like, rap, hip-hop concerts and R&B, yeah. which is... I gotta change that number, actually. But, yeah, it's been um, something I really enjoy. Who did you like? Ooh! Um, I mean, I'm into, like, the... Uh, I like, like... Do you know 2PM? They're an old group. I remember 2PM. Okay. I remember BOA. I remember H.O.T. Yep. Uh, who who else was that? Uh, uh, Girls' uh, Generation. Kangta. You know Girls' Generation? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember that. I was into, like, that phase and that moment in time. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Wait, question. Like, speaking of music, like, what is your favorite type of music? Oh, man. I don't I don't really have... I mean, I, I would guess, like, R&B is, uh, like, early 2000s. Like, R&B is, like, a good, safe mm -hmm. bet. 
Like, you can put that on and I probably won't skip a track. Mm, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, rap in moderation. Um, I do like me some Notorious B.I.G. I do like Tupac, you know, mm. the classics. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Usher's my jam, you oh. know, back in the day. You know, um, Justin Timberlake, when he did Future Sex Love Sounds, that's when I started liking him a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, anything Timbaland's ever done, you know, anything he's ever produced, like, it's been a, it's been a banger for me. Nice. Yeah. How okay. about you? Solid choices right there. I feel like I'm just so yeah. used to hearing, maybe just, like, the people I've talked to, like, I'm so used to them saying, like, I love, like, trance and EDM, and, like, I'm like, oh, that's great. I just, yeah. It's been a while. I, I can't. No. Okay. It, I can't. I, I can't. I can't listen. I don't know. I'm, I, I can't get into uh, EDM. I don't know. It, it doesn't resonate with me mm-hmm. at, at, at all. I tried. I, I really did try. I do have a lot of friends that are into EDM, yeah. and I'm just like, mm, no. no, it's not me. It's not me. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people listen to EDM when they work out, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. Uh, yeah that's changed for me this year like i used to listen to like you know because i go to a boxing gym so Mm. it's like fairly aggressive like the uh, energy in there is very very aggressive so i would just listen to rap all the time oh yeah and now i've actually i've turned to audiobooks and i've I've always been skeptical of audiobooks while working out i was like wait you're boxing you're listening to audiobooks i'm actually listening to like self-help books while i'm punching (laughs) things Okay, that's a and first. It, it, yeah, and I'm actually, and what makes me mad is that I'm actually retaining information quite well compared to me sitting down reading the book. Okay, that's very interesting. Yeah, and I'm just like, I wish I did this earlier because it's, it's way more productive, I think. And I'm, I'm actually enjoying my workouts much more. Mm, it feels you like, know? you know what it sounds like? It feels like a double productive session. Like, you know what? I'm feed- It's double productive, it's for like, sure. You're like, Physical feeding- and mental. Exactly. That's really interesting. Yeah. I wonder if you have like a pattern. You're like, lesson one, go, like, I don't know. Maybe that's, maybe that's some way, yeah. in some form, like, kind of Well, you know like- what it is? What it is, is like what makes me listen is to actually focus on my breath because I want to listen to what's going on, you know, because I want to listen to what the author is saying. And I actually, it in turn makes me work on my breathing. And when you work on your breath and you focus on your breath, you have an easier time working out. So I have an incentive now to breathe more and enjoy my workout more because I want to learn at the same time. So it's been quite productive. Yeah. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like you're just being really present in the moment there you go which probably is why it's working that's like oh that's actually yeah, really interesting i never i never this is the first time i heard someone say yeah i, I work out listen and i work i i box and listen to self-help books yeah this this year has been a like a like a, a whole year of me discovering new things that i used to dread and used to not understand and this year i've it's become a part of my my, my regimen you know like i used to hate like hate hiking oh like i, I, I don't understand hiking i don't know if they told you but i hate hiking like Same. I, I can't I do it like five weeks ago i hated five weeks ago i hated it but okay. i was in hawaii i went to hawaii for a job uh-huh. and i did the coco crater hike like every week do you know which one i'm talking about in the hawaii no. guy no no i gotta look okay well it's, it's the one where it's like two miles straight up just stairs oh, sounds Lord. terrible mm-hmm. but the the, the the view at the top was amazing um and also like i just like the payoff and I, I used, uh, you know, audiobooks as my aid, you know, self-help books mm, while mm, I'm mm-hmm. doing two miles of stairs. And it, it felt very fulfilling because when I got to the top, I'm like five chapters in a book. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> pretty good, I, yeah. And, yeah, and I get a view. So I'm like, I, I like this. This beats the treadmill. Yeah. You know what I mean? This, beat, this beats looking in the mirror, doing skip rope. That's true. You know? I'm surprised. That's yeah, good. I know. And I came back and I came back and I'm, I'm actually starting to hike in L.A. now. And I'm enjoying it. For and I've lived here a decade. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, that that kind of changed my life. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. No, I um 
I it's funny because I actually did one hike in Hawaii. The the easiest hike everyone Which goes one? on Lani Kai. It's the the pillbox. Yeah, I love that one. I know people say it's super easy, but I went on it and I was like literally I like maybe I'm out of shape. I don't know what it is, but I was like kind of just like huffing and I just it kind of suffered a little bit. But and it started raining. I was going up the mountain. Oh nice. And what saved me? It's beautiful. It's oh. That's the thing. I could, I feel like I could only make myself hike in Hawaii, LA for me. Like the view just oh. doesn't do it for me. Like I want a waterfall. You just look at smog, yeah. like smoggy skies. In Hawaii, it's like you're in heaven. Oh, oh my gosh. Like I'm also really <laughs> big on like beaches and oceans. So like Hawaii yeah. has like the ocean view versus LA. You're like, great. Another mountain. Cool. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. But what saved me on that hike when it was pouring was actually Oprah. Because I listen to Oprah's podcast. I'm just like going, I'm like, okay. Yeah, Oprah, speak to me. I can, I can make it up of here. Of course. Yeah, she's self-help. She's like the self-help for Queen. the universe. Yeah, so it she's seems amazing. like being, I think self-help and maybe like physical workouts maybe do have a good combination. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get a kiss because it's about, you know, you're, you're, well, in the present, you're overcoming a physical struggle. That's right? true. That's true. Yeah, so like while you're going through struggle, you're, you're kind of looking for an answer to something. Mm. So I think that's why a self-help audiobook with working out actually coincides quite well that way. Because you, you have a purpose. That's right? true. You want to you get over something. You want to learn something. You yes. want to be better. I agree. You know? So it's an activity about furthering yourself as a human being. So why not listen to an audiobook? That's true. Wow. So mature. Yeah. I mean, I know. Are we, who are we? Are we adults? Uh, but speaking <laughs> of Hawaii, like, I want, I'm curious. Like, what kind of vacations? Like, what's your ideal, like, vacation spot? Or, like, how, like what kind of traveler are you, I guess? Ideal vacation. Oh, my gosh. Um, like, what's one of the best trips you've been on? My, I'm, I'm quite a, I'm, I'm quite the homebody. So, oh. any trip where I, any trip where I can just lay on a couch anywhere, that's, that's not in my home base. Like, I just want to be outside of the state. Okay. You know, like, I, I enjoy going home to Vancouver mm-hmm. and just, you know, being at a coffee shop. Because I, I think yeah. that there's something about... The Canadian rain, how it smells like there's it smells, a yeah, it sounds nice. The, the the wet cement with the mixed with the, the leaves, mm. you know, and that's good enough for me. You know, I just like sitting around and not worry about work and yeah. just slowing down. And um, Hawaii is that place for me. Going home to Vancouver is that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not necessarily looking for a vacation where I'm like, yeah, I gotta go bungee jumping, gotta do this, gotta do that. Like yeah. I, I I like vacations where it's just. I do nothing because most of my life is quite high speed and yeah. high stress. And so I just enjoy being what I call as a human airplane mode. Just yeah. turn everything off and just do nothing. I'm actually really surprised by your answer. What were you expecting? I feel like I hear, you know what it is? Um, no, it's actually really refreshing to hear your answer because I feel like I always hear people, guys and girls and they child, they're like, I want to go around and explore and do all that. Be very active. I'm just like, it's called vacation yeah. because you want to relax. Exactly. No, I'm like a big, I'm a, people know me as like the biggest lounger. Like when I vacation, I like, like even you book a nice Airbnb or a hotel, like I want to spend time in this place I booked because I want to relax and do nothing, watch shows, order room service, get food, read a book, and then have days where I get to explore wherever it is. But I like being like, I like the pace being slow because I feel like life in LA feels so quick. Yes. It's so aggressive here. Yeah. It's such a, there's such an aggressive energy, um, especially, you know, in, in my line of work, mm-hmm. you're constantly defined by, you know, what are you worth? Yeah. You know, what's your, what's your next job? Mm-hmm. You know, it's all about like, you know, like I'm defined by my resume a little bit. Yeah. And it's nice to just go to places outside of LA and like outside of my job. And, you know, I like being home and, you know, my mom tells me to do the dishes. I, I enjoy that. I'm like, yeah. I feel like a human, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And when I'm in Hawaii, it's, it's like, you, you're just so, you're just so free. 
mm-hmm. you know you, you I like going around the island exploring by myself and going on hikes by myself doing everything by myself oh my um, gosh that sounds that's so ideal nice. for me yeah like a solitary solitary vacation is is ideal for me yeah and oh. speaking speaking of sounding nice when i went to hawaii like they shut off you know you know they kind of they closed down the island like mm-hmm. nobody was allowed to come in no no tourists were allowed to come in mm-hmm so when I got work there, I practically had the whole island to myself. Oh, man. And when I left on October 15th is when they opened back up uh, to tourists. So I avoided the whole craziness. Lucky. So I had Oahu <laughs> to myself. Every scenic spot that I went to, I had for myself. Every hike I went on was just pretty much me. Yeah. So that was awesome. I needed man. that this year. Oh, that sounds so... Spoiled. I know. What the heck, man? You're making me jealous. But like one thing I actually missed the most out of from this pandemic is that... I miss doing things by myself. I feel like I am getting enough me time in my house with my stuffed animals in the back. But like, I miss like going. I used to go to the movies and going to a dinner by myself. I just, yeah, you know what I mean. It just, I don't, I don't, I can't yeah. do that anymore. Like going to the movies by myself and like just grabbing a nice meal. It's something I really value, but I don't have that anymore. And like, I'm just like, I know. And I used to go. I used to travel by myself. Like, I like to travel to a place for a few days by myself, and my friends join me. I actually had to go on a solo retreat in LA just because I was so tired of like my space. But no, I'm big yeah. on like. Just Where'd you being, go? I went to Pasadena. It's not the same, but like I got oh, a, Pasadena. I know. I literally, but all I did was I got a nice Airbnb. I stayed in. I got some like really good hot pot delivered. Read a book. Bubble Aww. bath. Just like literally, just like. Wait, did it, you say hot pot? Well, I got the soup delivered. Yeah. Oh my god, that solo hot pot sounds awesome, right? Right. Now, okay. By the way. Do you know Boiling Points? <laughs> boiling Points delivering right now, just FYI. Wait, so they deliver hot soup to you and the the raw ingredients, and then you just they actually do have, yourself kind of? They have a pack where you do that, but you can also just in, order the individual bowls, but all the stuff is already in it. You can just reheat it, and they give you the sauces on the side. I'm so hungry. Oh, okay. I mean, are you, <laughs> I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> are, you, are, you big, are you into food? Like, I know people who aren't. Oh, one, oh I, I, I totally am. Like, I am. I am a monster when it comes to food, because like, I am a bottomless pit oh. of a person. Like every every family gathering I go to, like my aunt hosts every year Christmas, mm. right? And she always asks, "Is Hayden coming?" Because I'll have to like cook double. Oh wow! Okay. Because I can eat I can eat bowls of rice like it's nothing, like it's cotton candy, like it's like endless for me. And they they always tease me about how much I can eat, and uh, they they always push the uh, leftovers towards me. Oh, that's actually perfect too. Um, my my thing for me is like I love to eat. But I don't eat as yeah. much. I like to eat, like, I eat frequently throughout the day, but I can never finish my food. I'm always like, oh, do you want this? I always tell my friends, they're like, yeah, give it to me. But it, I like to have someone to give my stuff to. Mel, I'll be right there. I'll be right there. I'm like, you, you, you're going to finish that? You're going to finish that? I'm like, I'll... Perfect. Because I also have the tendency, like, I'm someone that, like, even though I'm a person of one, I'll order for three because I like to eat different things. You know what I mean? It's not the same to Also, photo, you, you want the photo op. You want more items. Yeah, it looks it looks more full. The table looks, you know, more full. Yeah, because you're gonna do landscape. You have to do landscape, so you want to fill out the picture. Exactly. Okay, are you like okay? So if you, what is your favorite thing to eat? Like to cook or to eat? Uh, like yeah, I'm just curious. When I'm auditioning and everything, and you know, looking for my next job, I, I try very hard to uh, watch my diet. So when I'm home and I cook, I'm very boring. It's just okay. if you look chicken. at my fridge right now, it's just. Frozen, yeah, frozen chicken, oh, frozen wow. uh, ground beef stacked up like bricks to the side, and uh, I'm just like I mix it with veggies and, and rice, um, and I put that uh, green dragon spicy sauce from Trader Joe's on top of it, and that's my meal. And I'm okay with a, a pack of uh, ground meat per day. But if I was on vacation, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm indulging now. Like when I was in Hawaii, oh yeah, oh man, I, I had poke bowls every day, oh, every so single day. I, I went to Foodland and I got like, I'll buy like four bowls and put it in my hotel fridge and I'll get, uh, I love dark chocolate. Oh, okay. I like lint dark chocolate, the chili flavor. That, 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 sh- that stuff is my jam. I love, do you know Somi Somi? You like, are you, you have a sweet tooth, huh? I love, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, like somebody needs to slap it out of my hand. Like I'm really, <laughs> really into frozen yogurt. Like I cannot get enough of it. Um, there's a place called Frog in Hollywood. I don't know if you've tried it. Mm-mm. Frog frozen yogurt. So good. They have a vegan vegan peanut butter flavor <gasps> also peanut- 13 grams of protein which tells me in my brain's like well you're just gaining muscle hayden you're gaining muscle <laughs> that's true i mean it does work dude actually <laughs> yeah dude froyo is pretty good it's like one of my like if i want to get dessert i'll get froyo with like you know uh, cheese, cheesecake bites and yes mm. and the you know those 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 fruit fruit poppers do you know what i'm talking about I those poppers get, i actually don't get that is it good it's it's really good it's like a grape uh it's like a grape that's also like a water balloon. It just explodes in your mouth. <laughs> sorry, sorry, a grape. And a, <laughs> that's the only. That's, that's the only way that I can explain it. What it's a grape water balloon. Uh, yeah, that's a. That's, a that's very what it feels like. It just it, it just goes it goes pop. It just okay. goes pop. If you're let's forget morbid. Knock on wood. If you were dying, let's say tomorrow. Knock on wood. What would mm. be your, what would be your last meal? If you had to choose one thing. Oh. No, no ground beef and chicken. No ground beef. No ground beef. I would have a tomahawk steak, a, just a giant and a giant turkey leg. You know, like those Vikings in cartoons, how, how to eat. I just want to. You mean you at Disneyland? <sighs> yes. You I, know. I miss you know Disneyland. the keys to my heart. I know. Yeah, I, I miss Disneyland. Is it open right now? No. It's not open right now. Yeah, I want. I want a giant turkey leg. I want mashed potatoes with cheese. Mm. I want cheese grits. I want fettuccine alfredo. With chicken. This is um, becoming oh, a freaking you know, feast, not a freaking one thing, huh? You're you're like waking up the beast within me right now with oh this gosh. fantasy, okay? Like, here we go. Yeah, fettuccine Alfredo with chicken and I want I want like like the uh the, the, the cheap version from like like Cheesecake Factory or something. It's just disgusting. Actually you know? Cheesecake Factory is freaking good, by the way. Like, oh my gosh. They have the oh by the yeah. way, they have the best takeout. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. They do have you tried their like Asian Thai like, chicken salad? salad? Dude, oh my gosh. High five. High five. That is so good. It's at like, first I'm like, what is this like culturally like in inaccurate? And then I eat it, I'm like, this is really good. I know. I was like, I felt, I felt <laughs> like, so guilty. Okay. I was like, I was like Thai chicken salad and I ate it. I was like, alright, I'm not about to complain. I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's like when I go to Panda Express, I'm like, this isn't Chinese food. And then okay. I have the orange chicken, I'm like, alright, this is this is crack Ooh. right now. I'm about to I'm gonna say I'm about to blow your mind, but have you tried Panda's Beijing beef? It, Wait, is that the one with the broccoli? No, that's no, broccoli no. beef. Oh my god, Beijing beef. Okay, so I I love panda. I it's just I know it's panda, but I'm I love panda, and I, I used to get orange chicken all the time, but now I start getting Beijing beef. Dude, it's Wait, if you is that the spicy one? Yeah, it's, so they take pieces of beef and then deep fry it, and they saute it with the spicy tangy sauce with like onions and bell peppers. So you should try the Beijing beef. Me. Sorry. You didn't have dinner yet. Postmates, Postmates. I'm gonna have the Postmates after this. Yeah, you, you are. That's yeah. I'm not. I'm not so cooking. Good. I'm not cooking ground beef tonight at all. No, like, no, that's no. not happening. No. After this, I'm not. Mm-mm. No, you're getting. You're getting nope. the. You're getting the freaking uh, Beijing beef. Actually, you know. Let yeah. Me, yeah. Let me know if you like it. I, I personally love it. It's so good. I Isn't there go- like a fifty percent off right now because of the election, which would be perfect because I'm gonna order all the foods. Also, you know, there's a family deal. At, at Panda Express, so it's a pretty good deal regardless. So you just get a family size. 
family deal? It's like $25. What? For like five things. <gasps> yeah. I, I'm a little obsessed with oh. food. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can almost. Taste it. I can almost taste it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can I can literally okay sorry hey I can literally go off about food forever because I like to I like to cook and eat so <gasps> this is my this is my puppy yeah puppy this is Pi- Piper 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 is... you're on you're on YouTube hi she's so hi. cute how, how old is, is she this is Mel she is I think she's five now <gasps> she's like, okay Piper down <laughs> I know I know it's not dinner time yet it's not dinner time she yet. heard she heard she heard you talk about Panda yeah she's like oh what did you did you call my name go to your bed. Go to your bed. Go to your bed. Go to your bed. Oh, it's, she's a good girl. That's so funny. Her. I've literally been watching a lot of dog, like, Instagram memes and stuff lately. I just feel like... Oh, my like, God. They get the most hits. But they're just, like, something about... It makes you in a good mood. I've been wanting a golden yeah. for a while, too. Like, golden retriever puppy? Golden retriever? Hell, yeah. I saw this uh, I saw this uh, post that somebody traded uh, a ba- a puppy uh, golden retriever for a pair of shoes on uh, OfferUp. What? And they actually... Ma- somebody traded a, a golden retriever... Uh, puppy for a pair of Jordans. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't that. know how I, I don't know how I feel about that too, but I'm We're, like I want to be the guy that receives a puppy. Same, same. I'm I was like, like it's, it's so cute. I know. Oh, honestly, I, I really just want to hug a dog. It's been like it sounds really weird. I just like I haven't had a dog around me in a while, so like I it's growing up I never had a dog, but lately it is the past few years I'm like, you know, it'd be nice to have some company. So a dog sounds Oh yeah. sounds really you nice. You know, my building is a no dog building, but recently they've been making a lot of exceptions because it's 2020. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of people are getting dogs in this building. Like I, I think I just went outside and I saw like at least five neighbors of dogs that I've never seen. I'm oh like, wow! Well, I'm not going to be mad about that. We we need like we need the animal that energy. I mean, they love you unconditionally. Yep. You know. That's what differs them from any other animal. You know, mm-hmm. cats are cats same. are like your roommate. They're like your roommate. They're like, hey, what's the Wi-Fi password? All right, bye. You no, know? exactly. Uh, they don't. They don't need you. They don't need yeah. you. Yeah, dude. Actually, you're really right. Um, because back in high school, in college, you had like puppy therapy during finals week to bring a bunch of dogs and you just like play with them for a few minutes and it relieves your stress. Yeah, it sounds so nice. I, I saw a uh, Pomeranian Pomeranian cafe. Oh. Somewhere. I don't know where it was. I think it was in Siberia. Like, they had a Pomeranian cafe where you just go in, you can grab coffee, and then they have a... They, there's a legion of Pomeranians that, that, that come out and surround you. Yeah. Oh. While you're having coffee. How amazing does that sound? Oh, my... Yeah. I want to be, be there. That sounds amazing. I want... Yeah. I actually... I was telling a friend. I was like, is there any way I could just go to, like, a like a golden retriever, like, place where they breed them and I just play with the puppies all day? Like, I just want to, like... Oh my I want gosh. them to attack me, like, but they're so fluffy, you know. And I already have like I a, I have a name picked already for this imaginary dog that I have in my head. What's the name? Tell me. Do you watch Avatar? Uh, I've watched Avatar. Okay. I've seen it once. Yeah. Okay. I don't like the character as much, but I think it's a nice name for a female dog. I like the name Cora for a dog. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about Airbender. Yeah, sorry. Oh, yeah. Not oh, the, not the, okay. Not, I was I was thinking about the the, the Zoe Saldana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not that one. Yeah. But. Okay. Well, I'm not I'm not very familiar, but I do know the character of Korra because that's a popular Halloween yeah. costume. Yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, Avatar is a pretty good series too. If you want to put something on the background, just FYI. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it on Netflix? It's on Net- both. Yeah, Avatar and Korra is on Netflix, so it's a good. Have you seen Attack on Titan though? Okay, I heard really good things about that show. Is it worth it? It's so good. Really? It, I, can't, I can't even... Just watch just watch the first episode. If you're not into it, you're not into it. Okay. The first episode, if it doesn't hook you, then you're probably not into that world. Okay. But like, it's hard to not have, have their, their, their teeth 
sunk into you by the okay. first episode. It's amazing. Okay, I'll 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 take yeah. a look. Is it on Hulu or Netflix? Yeah. It's it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Okay. Um the first 3 seasons are on Netflix, but Hulu has it to the latest season. I think that's okay. season 4. Okay, I'll I'll take um, a look. I'm always like to like to uh, try out different shows and stuff. It, it what's amazing about it is that it's like it's like an American thriller. It it it, it, it the way it's shot, it's very mm. cinematic. Mm-hmm. It's from the same guy who made uh, Death Note. Same director. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. Yeah, so it, it's really, it's like animated Game of Thrones. It's really good. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. I'll it's give it a, I'll, I'll give it a shot. I trust, I mean, you're an actor. You know, you probably won't give me some shitty show to watch. So I I, 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 I will not. I, I promise. What would you do if you met the love of your life, but your relationship was forbidden? Would you risk it all for a happily ever after, or abide by your family's religious tradition? This is the story of A Suitable Boy, a lavish, transportive series on Acorn TV. Set in vibrant 1950s India, A Suitable Boy is an epic tale of life and love. This gorgeously filmed period drama from the BBC is based on the best-selling novel by Vikram Seth. A Suitable Boy follows four families. As each of their stories unfold, the families are interwoven by marriage, friendship, and ambition. At the center of A Suitable Boy is Lata, a free-spirited 19-year-old college student of literature. And parallel to Lata's story is her brother-in-law, young and handsome Mon, who enjoys life regardless of the consequences. As Lata finds herself in her voice, India prepares for its first national election. A Suitable Boy brilliantly parallels stories of self-discovery and the political history of India finding its own voice too. What I love about the series is the representation. People of the Indian diaspora can see themselves represented in a major television miniseries in its way. To watch A Suitable Boy, sign up for Acorn TV today and you'll get a free 30-day trial. Just go to acorn.tv and use our promo code ABG. That's A-C-O-R-N dot TV code A-B-G to unlock a 30-day free trial and start watching A Suitable Boy today. Hi, ABGs and ABBs. As the holiday season approaches, I want to make sure I remember to schedule in my monthly counseling sessions with my BetterHelp therapist before the festivities begin. BetterHelp is a professional counseling service available for our listeners worldwide. They access your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist with whom you can start communicating with in under 48 hours. This holiday season is busy enough with the work ABG comes with. However, knowing myself, there's so much I want to do for the holidays. I can foresee my workload increasing. For times like this, I feel fortunate to have my BetterHelp counselor. She teaches me mindfulness techniques so I can better balance all the things I want to do. Personally, I work the best with video, but you can select a counselor who does messaging, phone calls, or video sessions. You can also change counselors at any time. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Visit BetterHelp.com ABG10. That's Better H-E-L-P and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. They have a special offer just for ABG listeners where you can get 10% off your first month. Try it out at BetterHelp.com ABG10. Hi everyone, Helen here, and if you've watched those commercials with women letting down their soft, silky hair, but you're not getting the same results from the bottle you're using, you need a better solution. Get commercial-ready hair with a function of beauty, hair care that is formulated specifically for you. No matter your hair type, they create shampoo, conditioner, and treatments to fit your unique needs. All you need to do is take a quick quiz online, and Function of Beauty's team will determine the right blend of ingredients to meet your hair needs and have the custom formula delivered right to your door. They send it in a super cute bottle with the shampoo or conditioner or treatment in your favorite color. Mine is a green jade-like color, and I love the calm it just adds to my shower. Plus, their formulas are vegan and cruelty-free. They never use sulfates, parabens, or any other harmful ingredients. 
So what are you waiting for? Go to functionofbeauty.com ABG to take your quiz and save 20% on your first hair care order. Go to functionofbeauty.com ABG to let them know you heard about it from our show and to get 20% off your hair care order. That's functionofbeauty.com ABG. When was your last relationship and why did it end? Oh my lord. It's quite it's quite fresh. I won't go into too much detail about it, but I, I will say what I've learned from it is yeah. that timing always trumps love. Yep. It, mm-hmm. it always does. It doesn't it, it 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 my me and my last relationship, I don't not not we did not lose any love for each other. It was mm-hmm. more of a timing issue. Mm-hmm. And you you can't have two people in a union when you know, one person feels like they need to do something for themselves that they can't do in a relationship. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? No, I totally and so, agree. So I, that, that's, what I've, that, that's, that's what I've learned. Um, and uh, it was pretty recent. Mm. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thanks for sharing. I know. I think what you said about oh, no problem. timing. No, I, I totally agree with you. It's, that's, it's so funny because in college, that's actually one reason why someone broke up with me. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like, if you really want to be with me, you'll make it work. But then, uh, you know, as uh, you mature, you're like, no, timing, it probably is like, the, like probably the largest reason why people aren't together or why they're together because yeah I think your life goals and where you are and what you want to achieve together has to be aligned or it's just not going to be a good solid partnership right for sure I think for me my last relationship was two years ago I feel like we actually were not as compatible as I thought I was we were going in um, and I realized too with that relationship I just wanted someone a little bit more emotionally mature <laughs> I guess I could say that aloud mm-hmm. um, but I did learn I feel like that relationship taught me to be more aware of what I want and what I need Cause I think before that I was kind of like in some ways this sounds really like woo woo too but after the breakup I felt like I was awake again like I was more conscious of what I needed to feed myself what I needed to grow yeah. as an individual and in that relationship I kind of mm-hmm. just like went with the flow and enjoyed like oh like we're having a good time all this stuff versus like I think I'm looking like I think I in the end I really want a partner versus like a fun time or like someone like getting lost in the superficial stuff versus like truly knowing what i want yeah also yeah like like all the like you talked about you know the fun and all that stuff like you have to you have to really know which assets are fleeting and which ones are you know there for the long run no i agree yeah yeah you know like a partnership is as you get older you realize oh yeah this is what i'm i'm after can we function as partners exactly now i'm curious like i think after your relation i mean it probably sounds fresh but, you know, I think now in your mid-30s, are you feel like, do you feel like you kind of know what you want in a partner? Oh, 100%. Yeah, I, I think I, I, I owe that to, you know, everybody that I've, you know, dated before. Like, each, mm-hmm. each one represented a different chapter of my life. And then now mm-hmm. it's, it's gone to a point where, like, I think finally, like, I know what I want in a life partner now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a culmination of all the experience. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I think, you know, it's just what we touched on, like uh, being able to function as a, a partnership, you know, instead of mm-hmm. chasing the, uh, the highs of, you know, like the honeymoon phase and everything and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and somehow convincing yourself that it, it can constantly be sustainable. And it's not. Yeah. Because in, mm-hmm. in the end, it's all about, you know, can you guys just make it work? Even when things are kind of like normal and mundane. Right? Yeah, normal and mundane. And you find comfort in those areas. You know, mm-hmm. and I think when uh, when you're younger and you're dating, like you get to those places and you panic. You're like, oh my god, why, 
why is this not as fun as our first date? I'm like, of course it's not. You yeah, know? Like when you're, you're with somebody for so long, you, you get used to the, the chemistry with each other. That mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the, the, the sparks don't, you know, they, they, they don't last forever. You have to find new ways, light that spark again. I agree. I think, I think that's something I'm learning too is like, I think also like as an example, I mean, I, I'm really close with Phil and Helen and I see how their partnership is like. And I'm like, wow, like I see them go through their ups and downs. And like, I think I really admire them because, um, I think with watching, like, just being, like, a friend of both of them, I really admire how they truly are partners for each other mm-hmm. because I think they don't – no one's better than the other person. They're both no. fighting for the same cause yeah. or mission, but they both – it's, like, they're equally supporting each other as they go. And, like, I feel like it's, like, I'm looking for, like, a – I feel like I'm looking for, like, a my partner in crime versus, like, I don't want you just to cheer me on the sidelines. I want to feel like we're both equally ambitious yeah. chasing what we want yeah. that I don't – you know what I mean? It's, like, you're both kind of, like, using each other as, like – soundboards for what yeah. we want to do versus like oh like 100%. i need to lift you up or you know lift, lift me up so yeah they're a really clear example of like something i'm like oh i really admire yeah. that in them and especially now nowadays i feel you know with the advent of dating apps and the internet and everything i think people's mm-hmm. ability to deal with each other and having patience for each other like that skill has definitely atrophied a little bit you know what i mean it, it's like well mm-hmm. why don't i just swipe and just deal with somebody else with that i don't i'm like i don't want to deal with this person right now i'll just you know yeah. i have people have options nowadays so they don't really have exactly they've lost their patience you know and i i think that's uh that's going to be tough for uh, a lot of younger people growing up um and yeah. I, I think it's a it's something that it's it's useful to be aware of you know that you yeah. know partnerships are tough relationships are tough and they take oh, yeah. a lot of effort and a lot of time uh and a lot of stress you know mm-hmm. but uh, ultimately i think it's it's worth it no i agree well I guess my follow-up question to this question is, like, where do you see yourself in, like, five years? Five years, uh, hopefully hopefully married. You know, I, I, I do want to be a younger dad, a dad ASAP, I think, um, because mm-hmm. I don't, I, I've seen a lot of my uncles that have had kids, like, later in life, and they just simply don't have the energy to play with their kids, you know, and I, I want, I want yeah. that energy, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want that, and you know what I've learned this year is to not let my work be the driving force in my life and have it define my life because mm-hmm. I, I get so stressed out with work all the time that mm-hmm. it's constantly in the driver's seat and it controls me yeah you know mm. and now I've learned to put myself in the driver's seat and my work in the back seat yeah Do you know what I, what I mean I like I I've learned to rein it in and it's I, I've learned to tell myself look it's just a job man mm-hmm. it's just a job you know this is you're an yeah. actor and this is what you do but you can't. But that doesn't. Ide- that's not your identity, though. It's not I mean, my you're identity. Still, you're, you're you're Hayden, right? You're not yeah. an actor. You're you're Hayden. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like like sometimes like I'll have an audition like before like say last year like I'll have an audition say Friday and I'll get it on Tuesday. From Tuesday to Friday, I am not having a good time. I'm stressed about Friday. Mm-hmm. I can't. I cannot live my life like that. You know. I'll, yeah like one thing you know and mm-hmm. i think this year you know like from what we've talked about uh, earlier like learning to think about and and prioritize what's important to your mental health you know what makes yeah. you happy oh. and are are your problems really problems or are you making mm-hmm. them problems you know mm-hmm. so i i think i i've learned that much this year and i hopefully in in five years i can retain what i've learned you know and i'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be thinking about this zoom date and i'll be like what did i say to mel <laughs> What did we talk about? 
Yep. You know, we'll hold each other accountable. Music. I'll hold you accountable. You hold me accountable. How about that? That's true. I gotta figure. <laughs> out, I gotta figure out for myself what I what I see for myself in five years to be for you to be able to hold me accountable. Yeah. What do you want? Five years. Let's see. I mean, ideally, I hope I'm also married and have like at least a child on the way. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it's actually quite normal for women in their mid thirties to not, you know, be married or have kids yet. But for me yeah. personally, I would love that's. I would love to be married by then. Um. Because I think, especially for a woman, you know, age is a factor when having children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I just want to be able to grow into myself even more. Like, I think what you said, like, I don't want to be, I don't want to identify so much with my job. I think it's really hard, yeah. especially with what we do and working in media. Like, I love ABG and I feel like it's part. It's a part of me, but I don't want it to be all of me. Because I think, I don't want to feel like my job is eating up who I really am and yes. who I want to be. Because I do, I love the balance of like Mel, Mel ABG Mel, my family, my friends, and everything else I want to pursue. And like... I think it's really easy. Plus, in the social media world, you're constantly comparing yourself. Like, oh, well, what oh should, well they're doing this, and like, why I'm not? Why am I not? Why? Why? Like, I wish I was doing that too. And like, I think it could be really dangerous for your mental oh, yeah. health. And like, I want to be able to like set aside set aside time that where I'm constantly growing and developing to us just a stronger, like a woman that can tackle issues even better, more so than I can now, and just have a stronger backbone. Because I do think this industry is tough. This, you know, and I I want to be able to handle it better. But I think ultimately at the end, I just want to be happy with who I'm about to become. Same. Because I think mm. I think that's the hard thing. Because I feel you're always, when you're comparing yourself, when you're like stressed out over something. Because trust me, I'm always the type to be like, man, I didn't do enough. Or like, oh crap, I wish I could have done this more. Yeah. You're not really satisfied with the person you are in the moment. Because you're always thinking about what things you could have done better. So yeah. just want to be able to be happy and satisfied with what yeah. I'm about to become. Because well, you, I think five you years, know what? Ar- articulating yeah. it is the very important a very important first step yeah being able to say it out loud like what you just said like mm-hmm. you've, you've already put it out there like now it's, it's like yeah. now you just have now you just have to chase that yeah you know it's like throwing a ball and then you have to catch it yourself you have to run after yep. it you know so now you're throwing the ball mel you've mm-hmm. thrown it i've thrown the ball too I've talked about Can where I want to be. Yeah, and now we have to catch up to the ball. No, I agree, and I and I, I believe also. What is it called? Like laws of attraction. The way the more you say it out loud, the more it actually like you're putting on the universe. It can actually happen. So no, yeah. I agree. Like I think yeah, five years. I think we could catch the ball. Yeah. Hell hell yeah. We'll catch it in the yeah. second year. We don't even need five years. You know, we 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 put our mind to it. It'll happen. We're yes, supposed to say that. Hayden, I think as we are wrapping up, is there anything? Any like I guess last questions you'd want to ask or anything? So this is like an interview. Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. These are things you ask on in interview. Any last questions? Um, last questions or remarks? Or remarks? Um, I don't know. Um, I just think I don't. know. Do you have any last remarks so I can get some ideas off your last remarks? <sighs> hmm. Cheater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we hit a lot of really good topics that I find really fascinating. I really enjoyed hearing about how you grew up in Vancouver. And like how you got into like, you know, acting in the movie making industry. But I, I think I think it's refreshing for me to hear the way you answer certain questions because I feel like I haven't heard these answers in a very long time. Or like maybe the people I've talked to are like, oh, I love hiking or I love all these other things. So it's nice yeah. to dive deeper into other conversations um, and the commonalities that we have. So it was really nice to have this conversation with you. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Um, I, I'm, I'm glad we bonded over, you know, just learning new things and trying to become like a different version of ourselves and being, I think, you know, from talking about it with you, you know, it sounds like there's a road ahead, you know, like there always is, but it's inspiring and it, it feels hopeful. You yeah. know, I, I'm actually excited to go into the new year with, mm-hmm. you know, 
everything we've learned this year and become you know mel 2.0 hayden 2.0 it's like exactly that's exciting like I'm, I'm ready to go i'm like at a point where i'm like put me in coach you know let's do this yeah yeah same same i'm always i always joke around like i feel like every season is level up season i feel like as humans we should be constantly evolving to the next yeah. level right in the yeah. next phase of our life so this yeah. is a really good conversation you know for us to like defer a good, like a good reminder for us for as we enter the new year you know yeah no, I'm, I'm glad we did this. Same. As we wrap up this conversation, um, is there a place where our listeners can find you online? Uh, yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly active on uh, Instagram, at uh, Hayden Cito. Uh, that, that, that would be me. And uh, you can also find me on uh, Facebook. I have a page there. Awesome. Yeah, DM Hayden your favorite Panda Express order. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, please do. I need ideas. I'm, I'm really hungry. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> well, actually, no, please get the Beijing beef and let me know. But yeah, no, Hayden, thank you so much for joining me on this on our on our holiday we haven't even said that word yet because we're like we're not gonna label this anything right but right right yes i'm glad we did but, it. yeah and yeah same but so yeah no thanks for joining me on this conversation awesome thank you for having me Thank you everyone for joining me on my first ever blind date with Hayden. I honestly was so excited to watch and listen to Janet's date with Jeffrey, but was super nervous when it was time for mine. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. And as always, you can find us on all the podcasting platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, as well as Instagram and YouTube. We are Asian Boss Girl. Subscribe, follow, and if you like what you hear, leave us a rating, a review, a comment, and share this episode with a friend. For links and codes to partners mentioned in this podcast, go to our show notes or head to our website for more special discounts. If you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support or buy some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. So we do have a shout out this week. It's to Kathy from Lily from Boston. She says, I am so grateful to have you as my friend. I'm looking forward to many more years of birthdays, adventures, and friendships with you. Have a fantastic birthday and may all your wishes come true. If you have someone you'd like to give a shout out to, a birthday coming up, just moved, got a promotion, whatever it is, and you know they listen to our podcast every Thursday, feel free to email shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com with an S and we'll give them a shout out. Again, that's shoutouts at asianbossgirl.com. I want to give a special shout out to our Cupid, aka Helen, for setting these dates up. We hope you're able to make room for love in a safe and comfortable way this holiday season. Now that you finish this podcast, head over to our YouTube channel where you can see actual footage from this date, like my overwhelming nerves when you search Asian Boss Girl on YouTube. Last but not least, thank you to our super talented editor, Michelle, for working all her magic on our episodes, including this one. Catch you all on the next episode. Bye!